This is a podcast by The Straits Times and Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Prime Time on Money FM 89.3. I'm Rachel Kelly. Now, Hong Kong's toughest COVID 19 rules yet have come into force as daily infections hit over 1,000 yesterday, marking the first time the city's daily case count has surpassed 1,000 since the pandemic began two years ago. The surge has left the authorities scrambling. And leader Kerry Lam has said she's a deeply sorry and anxious about the long queues at testing centres and isolation facilities. To bring us up to speed on the latest from Hong Kong, we're joined on the line now by Straits Times correspondent Claire Huang. Claire, how are you? Hi, Rachel. Happy Chinese New Year. Happy Lunar New Year, Claire. And I know it's been a busy post-Lunar New Year for you. Uh, It is. Lots of... uh Lots of news coming out of Hong Kong. Lots of news. And you're going to have to share with us more details about these restrictions, which came into force today, right? I mean, how do they compare to others which have come before? Well, Rachel, for the first time, the government has decreed that people from no more than two addresses can have private Mm. gatherings at home. So this sounds similar, rings a bell, right? Because I think Singapore had that as Mm. well. So they don't want households to mix. Um, and then you've got public gatherings that are now kept at two, uh, down from four. Dining in remains banned from uh, 6 p.m. to 5 a.m. Patrons per table kept at, you know, between two and four, depending on, you know, vaccination levels. And, you know, the usual stuff like mask wearing, uh, social, like keeping away from each other from, uh, uh, at least 1.5 meters away from different groups, um, all these remain. Um, but so there's this joke going around. Rachel, I ask you, if you meet your friend in public and your mm-hmm. friend is out with the spouse, do you A, walk up and say hi, B, say hi to only your friend and pretend the spouse is invisible, <laughs> or C, mouth hello from where you are and walk away from them? How can you mouth hello if you're wearing a mask? <laughs> that is true. <laughs> but just wave and just walk away from them. Mm. Is that, I mean, is that, what, what, what's the situa- situation like there in Hong Kong at the moment? And what's sentiment well, like after these measures have been introduced? Well, the, the correct answer now in Hong Kong is C, just wave at them from a distance because it's got to be at least 1.5 metres away. Uh, or if not, you will get fined. Because you will be breaking the public gathering ban, the cap at two, and because there'll be three people, and you guys are not 1.5 meters away from each other if you are going to go near to say hi. So that is what is going on now. And civil servants are to work from home, schools are back to online learning, and you know they've got the officers who are very vigilant these days in handing out fines. So that said, Claire, how is everyone responding to these changes and shifts and the restrictions that have been enforced? Well, you see, the thing is, I think they understand. I think mm-hmm. the crowd here understands the severity of it. So everybody is going to get tested. And, you know, aggressive testing is ongoing. People are queuing for hours to get tested at the testing stations in various districts. A lot of mandatory testing orders have been issued, dozens of them, you know, every day. So right now, you are looking at a supply that cannot meet demand quick enough, which explains why Chief Executive Carrie Lam went on Facebook last night to apologize for mm-hmm. the long queues. Some of the experts have actually raised the point about how you have large groups of people together, despite being outdoors, you know, queuing to get tested. Obviously, this would raise chances of transmissions. So that's one 
thing out there right now. But right now in Hong Kong, the situation is such that, you know, unlike I get asked, that, you know, how is it that US, Singapore has far higher numbers and yet Hong Kong only added, what, more than a thousand cases yesterday, today. And then the reports make it sound as if it's untenable. Well, that's because you will realize that Hong Kong's entire anti-epidemic strategy, which is, you know, zero COVID, like the mainland, is premised on quarantine. Mm. When you have a sudden surge in numbers and the officials don't move fast enough, city's public health care system will buckle and we are on the verge now. So officials are actually scrambling. There is more demand for isolation beds than the hospitals can supply. The quarantine camps for close or indirect contacts are full, overflowing. So this is why the officials are now letting this group of people do home quarantine, which would not have come about. It would have been overlooked if not for the fact that, you know, now they cannot cope. And they are also looking at hotel quarantine Mm. for asymptomatic patients. And this would have not been the case, you know, if not for the current surge. This podcast is available on our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us. And now, back to our podcast episode. And talk to us about the vaccination rate as well, Claire, because I understand even though cases are going up, we're still seeing relatively low vaccination rates for seniors. Well, the silver lining is, the, is that the rates um, are rising among okay. the elderly in Hong Kong. Uh, that's a good thing, but it's still very slow. Mm. It's still under 50% for those aged 70 and above, and that's not a good thing, right? So the government has ordered those people living in care homes to be jabbed or, you know, it's an opt-in thing. Sorry, opt-out thing. So you have to be vaccinated to be able to stay in those care homes. So they're given some time. On top of that, you have the vaccine pass that kicks in from February 24th. This is a scheme that basically bans unvaccinated people from a whole range of premises. You are looking at supermarkets, shopping malls, beauty salons, restaurants, gyms, cinemas. So anyone who enters any of these premises under the list will have to use Leave Home Safe app. They have to show their vaccination records. So this is essentially the government's way of pushing the seniors to get their jabs, particularly now that Hong Kong has had deaths, you know, the first ones in months. They are expecting things to perhaps get more critical. We're speaking with Claire Huang, Hong Kong correspondent at The Straits Times. Now, Claire, we've seen supply chain issues across the globe as a result of the pandemic, and Hong Kong seems to be no different. Fresh food and vegetables have been in low supply and high demand in the city because of a drop in deliveries from China due to truck drivers testing positive for the virus at present prices soaring. Um, Has this been resolved? Uh, Has there been a solution to solve the shortage? What's the government doing? The Hong Kong Food Council chairman Thomas said that the vegetable supply has been very smooth and has already returned to 90% of normal levels, which is sufficient to fulfill local demand. So he expects the supply to get back to normal in three to four days after facilities where cases were found, right? After these places have been sanitized. And then, you know, slowly after that, prices of food supplies will stabilize. Okay. And very lastly, very quickly, Claire, as well, yesterday, tighter rules for airline staff also came into effect. Pilots isolating at home will now be tracked with electronic monitoring bracelets and crew on passenger planes who've been in countries with high levels of the virus made to quarantine for 14 days. What's the reasoning behind these stricter rules and how has uh, Cathay Pacific, for example, reacted to the news? It's meant to close a loophole Mm. that uh, that used to allow turnaround um, co-pilots and cargo crew from basically skirting around the stay-at-home orders uh, because there's no monitoring in place. Mm. 
So now by making them wear these bracelets, these electronic monitoring bracelets, you know, there's something, at least they can track them and things like that. So, I mean, the airline can just comply, right? And that's what Cathay Pacific has said. Uh, it would fully comply with the orders. And it's estimated that previously in January, you know, Cathay would be operating at just 20% of its pre-pandemic cargo capacity and 2% of passenger capacity. So I think the new rules won't be the final nail in the coffin since, you know, the airline is already burning cash daily. So this is just a minor-ish thing, I guess. Okay, Claire. Well, thank you for all of those updates. Please do stay safe and stay healthy. You too. Thank you. We've been speaking with Claire Huang, Straits Times correspondent in Hong Kong. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. The Asian Insider Podcast channel is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Like us and rate us.